0: Welcome to the Geek Sweat podcast. We watch watch films to save you hassle. hassle. It's another podcast with a filmmaking twist just for you. I am TJ and we will be bringing you hot topics in the film industry, inspiration interviews with IMDb-listed filmmakers, reviews for an online series as a stream, trailer talk on upcoming feature films and cult TV perspectives on classic shows worth revisiting. Hello uh, listeners, rustlers, and people who are running with their iPads or iPods listening to this podcast uh, This is Geek Sweat and we are recording and available on several different platforms, this time I'm going to give you the new ones beginning with B and C We're on Blurberry, Castbox FM and Castro If you're not sure about the other ones, just go into a search engine on that podcast search engine platform and type in Geek Sweat, G W K S W E A T. Today you're now listening to episode number 69 so expect a lot of uh sexy innuendo from our guest co-host today and uh review sweat is going to be run by none other than mkh uh <laughs> <laughs> that was your random.
1: Sh- uh, I'm gonna do a little that was applause. One, one. That, was, <laughs> that was my one. That was my one fan <laughs> up I in do. the house. Just,
0: can, just wait, just wait, that wait, can you get these round of applause, my fingers? <laughs> <laughs> it's just
2: that moment of silence. I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> you're waiting for something. Yeah. No, thank, <laughs> I have no idea for, what.
1: Thank you for bringing me into the um, into the sex dungeon. There we go.
0: We need to talk about sex in a minute cuz you had a big thing earlier about how that's what say. A thing. Yeah, how <laughs> insects procreate and stuff <laughs> like that. But um Jamie is also here with us today, so Hello, we'll hello. thank you for coming back. And we're also being No, she's
1: a permanent co-host. She's not coming back. Like she's a permanent co-host. Yeah, but,
2: but It's almost like a, he knows ja- that I might step out anytime. Yeah,
0: and Jamie's not not been in occult cult TV. Episode. You yeah. haven't.
1: No, no, not yet. See?
0: So, what is that? Is that the
1: seal the deal?
0: Yeah, we're just trying to make Stephen look sexist. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> hates women. He hates women. That's <laughs> why he only does Doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he won't doctor touch. Who should he won't doctors, touch. Yeah. He
1: won't touch the the thirteenth Doctor with a barge pole. Yeah, that's I would I love I to know.
0: get um, the thirteenth Doctor in. That would be a great way to kind of seal the series. Actually, for Cult TV, I've but, actually um, got
2: someone who might be able to help there. Actually.
0: Well, the thing is, there's actually two degrees of separa- separation between ourselves as a podcast group and um, I think it's Emily Mortimer, I think it is, who plays the current Doctor here. What were going to say, I'll Jamie? Take no. for later time.
1: No, but J- Jamie, you were going to say something.
2: No, I just. I was just going to say... I've if I said a, how, we might I've get got a blocked. friend who might be interested in joining in the Doctor Who chit-chats uh, okay. because uh, he's, he's an avid fan and he'd like to, okay.
0: you know
1: is is he as much of a buff as um, Cody
0: yeah Oh. because Cody's been giving us every actor who's ever played Doctor Who from the first and
1: their background and their, their shirt size and their shoe size <laughs> <laughs> and, and
2: which fans they slept with
1: and how they died everything uh, yeah, you everything. know
2: what I don't know I'll have to ask him
1: yeah okay yeah, but We would love them to come on and have a almost Doctor Who off, where I will produce the really, really interesting. and see who knows the answers.
0: I just want to say one quick shout out, because um, we've obviously got our sound recordingist debonair here today as well. So big shout out to Giovanni. Thanks for recording us. Ahoy! And um, just, just... Oh, we're getting high fives now. Can I have a high five? Here? Nice one. So... Um, I'm too far away from the cage <laughs> to do an. A high it's five. Very, have to do an air five. Yeah, yeah. So or Wi-Fi five. So um or Wi-Fi. That's what Blue, you called it Bluetooth. Bluetooth five. five. Yeah. I was gonna call it a Wi-Fi <laughs> instead of a Wi-Fi.
2: It's a hi-fi but, Wi-Fi. But
0: the thing Wi-fi. is, <laughs> the thing is, Malachi, you was telling us earlier about um, insects, and I found out from a friend recently that crocodiles. Uh no kangaroo females apparently they have a double clitoris and um there's some juicy habits apparently with fruit bats what are the things that you want to tell us about bumblebees wait are you being
1: serious someone just
0: told you that i got a text message about this
1: and that's what they specifically yeah, told you i said
0: we heard that you're doing a
1: podcast and it's episode 69 no, here's no, some no. juicy tips it about was, a, a a podcast. female female crocodile it, did you it say was,
0: it wasn't a um, <laughs> kangaroo the the text message i won't say who it's from because uh, I, I was on holiday at the time And when I came back I, I, I read a message that said I learnt marvels about crocodile male erections You know what you're... Kangaroo female double clitoris And juicy habits of fruit bats While you were away you're, you're... Serious, sister? Can I just well, say Well I
2: don't think there's any point in having two clitorises Because at the end of the day The guy can't find it anyway Okay
0: Boo that's and a what big thumbs down for male kangaroos
1: now. And what I was gonna say is that your your sexting habits are disgusting. <laughs> if, that's what? What, I, if that's what I, you're getting I to. I didn't have
0: access to Wi-Fi <laughs> when I was away and that and that's when what, I came back. If that's if what, that's that's what I got. you and your, your oh, sexual conquests oh, oh. are
1: trying to get to.
2: <laughs> and on kangaroos, they've got triple vaginas.
0: They've got triple vaginas. Triple
2: vaginas. So that I means I if they've only got two parasites, they live in snow can't deal.
1: Um
0: so tell us about the bumblebees. What what happens? Oh to them? yeah, so
1: bumblebees. So um every male bumblebee that has sex, their genitals explode and they automatically, well, immediately die. Yeah. Um just like if they sting someone, yeah. uh, the, the sting, that that's how dedicated bees are. Yeah. And let me just say human beings, we could not live without bees because they are the ones who carry around the pollen to plant new 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 trees yeah. that help us actually breathe in this world okay so bees are very I thought important I they were just
0: doing plants not trees
1: no they do trees as well
0: oh wow yeah not diverse
1: no no we, we could not survive without bees they're fantastic so they only exploding balls yes yeah, so ma- so any male so does that mean they
0: should be called bumble balls instead <laughs> no that makes no sense <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> bumble balls. But, but they they're bees. Yeah. They're
0: bees, though. <laughs> or bumble balls because they explode.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that would have been better. But um, So bees are incredibly dedicated to the survival of their fellow bees and also the um, reproduction I think any species, of younger bees.
0: I think any species that's going to allow its own uh, genitalia to get exploded and exploited for another species deserves a round of applause. So I'm going to give another round of applause
1: and for any listeners out there um <laughs> you got <laughs> Uh, uh, Trevor's rubbing together his little um, oh, <laughs> dick fingers. beaters no, I,
0: no, I, I was giving you, I was giving a <laughs> clap- finger he's
2: clapping out. his finger yeah.
1: he's, he's dick beaters that's what I call yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he, um, he masturbates just with his finger and his
0: thumb anyway <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I want to say one more thing because I, I there was a, a, TV, a Netflix series that I've been watching called Dark and uh, it's German sci-fi drama and there was a deaf girl in it trying to explain to her uh, young school boyfriend that snails, female snails absorb male snails' genitalia after they have sex. That was the last thing I wanted to say on the subject.
1: Actually, before we, we move on I'm not even sure uh, if that's true. Uh, uh, gosh. now Now we're disseminating fake news, but before we move on to actual the point of this episode just want to say any male bees that you see flying out there are virgins just like everyone listening to this no i'm joking so So does that mean we have to give them
0: some chat up lines so they can get laid or something
1: (laughs) no they'll most probably sting you and then end up dead anyway yeah yeah so that would
0: make them incels
1: Oh, don't even get me onto incels. I've got a little bit about that. But anyway, uh, so the point of this episode, we are going into uh, Mother Russia. We are <laughs> um, reviewing the, I, I would say, Netflix smash. Would you, would you call it a smash? Because they've, they've been guaranteed a second series. Oh, is that happening? Yeah, that's definitely mm. happening.
0: Because Can I say something about um, Russian Doll? I was about this to introduce like a, the goddamn... Ne- oh, okay. okay, go for it. No, go, go for it. Because for it, go go, go, go. No, Russian Doll's in, in. it's an internal thing. It's like an original, isn't it? It's not just like Netflix bought it from somebody else and like Black Mirror, and now we're showing it as their own thing. This is a pure original series, isn't
1: it? Yeah, because it's it it features and stars and was actually created and written and produced, I think, from um, Orange is the New Black, um, Natasha um leon i thought her name
0: was amy pola no yeah no no okay. no just natasha
1: natasha
2: leon
1: yeah natasha leon she's so the, the she's creator the yes and I think she's she, the lead yeah she's the lead she produced it as well i think
0: okay because when i was looking at it, i thought amy pola was the she co-writer is it. Or co-creator she is she's co- co- it. Yeah, yeah she's in she's there is, as well but yeah.
1: who's amy pola is she the comedian she, she's yeah.
0: the red-headed lady yeah
1: oh yeah the one with the very distinctive features yeah i like her
0: the redheaded lady
1: That's what no she's not redheaded in there is it i
0: think she's no, redheaded yeah. Red i don't think Polis, she's even in um, no she's, she's not in that show at all amy polar no she no she's oh. not in it yeah she's not in it at all so i'm getting confused so amy polar sorry is from parks and rec yes, yes. and natasha so leon she's, yeah she's from oranges the new black i just said that okay everyone's favorite jew oh look how you know it's a different in, style in those yeah. pictures
1: it must take her an hour to straighten her hair because her hair is very curly very curly
0: yeah
2: it takes me 45 minutes to do mine when i okay. had it, so when i had it long
0: done. okay 90 minutes let's say. listen to about jamie's hair how long how long did it take you to it get your hair straight Took Jamie? me
2: 45 minutes and 45 but that minutes. was when my hair was down to my back so how long does it take you now i don't straighten my hair now oh
0: you just like yeah. it curly
2: well, it's just too short to.
1: You like it natural, yeah. Cause well, only because
2: it's short. Because what's the point in straightening short hair?
0: Would it be fair to say that Jamie's got Amy Poehler style curls from the actual? Judging by it could how be. she looks. If you grew your fringe, in,
1: if you grew your fringe in the front, yes, yeah. you'd be yeah. exactly like her. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you can get some, um, you know, some really raspy New York accent because that's what she's known for as well—that distinctive yeah, yeah. New York. I think. I want to say Bronx, but yeah. I, I could be wrong.
0: It sounded like Brooklyn to me.
1: Yeah, Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah.
0: I mean, the thing is, it's like, um, for me, it felt like she was like an incarnate female Woody Allen just running around New York telling jokes and telling people how it was. Is Woody Allen's accent that strong? Well, Woody Allen's kind of synonymous with a lot of um, New York based um, comedy. He even did a feature film called Manhattan.
1: Yeah, no, I know because of his films, but his accents yeah. would not... He's, he's got quite a soft accent, hasn't he?
0: I don't know, but, he's, but he did stand-up comedy quite a while. So he's had that kind of same ascension from stand-up comedy, TV, sketch show, and then into feature films.
1: Yeah, and plus I thought he, his voice is quite feminine. But anyway, we, yeah. di- we digress. We digress. Um, so Russian Doll... What's said, it about? Oh, I was just about to get to that. Thank you for asking. So Russian Doll... It is, some would, some would say it is the modern day um, Grand Hog Day. <laughs> I said too many days in that sentence and I just said it again. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> Not
0: to be confused with <laughs> the day after tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Or night, even. Yeah, exactly.
1: So Russian Doll follows a woman named Nadia on her journey as a guest of honour at a seamlessly inescapable party one night in New York City. This mm. party is actually a celebration of her 36th birthday. Mm. But... We, we're, not, we're not doing spoilers just yet, are we? This is a review, so isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think the only spoiler is that. To be honest, um, it's
2: in the trailer, so.
0: Yeah, I think the only spoiler is um, I think maybe Jesus Christ lived to thirty six and he died or something like that. No, he's so thirty three. How dare 33. you? Blasphemy. Okay, thirty three. Thanks for correcting me.
1: Yeah, I'm a I'm a devout Catholic, but no, I think the twist <laughs> is that she stars alongside yeah a black man because they're interlinked. Why is that a twist? That is a twist because you don't get that from the trailers. You oh, didn't. You would never have yeah. thought that he was as important to the story as she is. That's a twist. Yeah.
0: Because okay. Groundhog
1: Day, Edge of Tomorrow, both feature one person reliving the same day over and over mm-hmm. and over again. Yeah, that's Whereas true. this yeah, that's is true. two people. Yeah. yeah. Give me that at
0: least. She discovers that. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. And I think th- it was beautiful. But he wasn't in the trailer. It just occurred to me that he wasn't in the that's trailer. Right, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's the massive yeah. twist. Yeah. So
1: everyone going into this series thinking, oh, it just stars her. And I think...
0: So it's an ensemble piece, is what you're saying?
1: Yeah, it's an ensemble piece. But also what I'm trying to say is people are going into this thinking, oh, yeah, it's just going to be Grand though. Let's see how she gets out of this. Yeah, Not yeah. knowing that there's another character having the same experience where they're completely interlinked with each other yeah. and they cannot get to tomorrow yeah. without the other person. I think yeah. that's beautifully written into the story.
0: It's a multiverse, everyone.
1: Yes precisely and um, I like that she's a sex pest basically just carrying over a character from um, Orange is the New Black as well and I like that the black guy is really uptight and he is dumped by a woman who also stars in Orange is the New Black as Diaz.
0: Right. So would you say um, Russian Doll is a graduation from Orange is the New Black or do you think it's just getting them to do things they weren't allowed to do in that series?
1: uh no i just think um netflix just likes throwing people into the once you work for netflix you you get in good stead with them so yeah, they, yeah. they'll throw you in as many series as possible it's like the girl that was in um oh what was she in happy happy, happy. that fucks the little that stars a little cartoon okay. um blue the cartoon unicorn yeah blue with horse unicorn with yeah. the detective <laughs> his, his daughter is also in series six of Orange Is the New Black, so yeah, I think it's quite so, it's quite incestuous of. Um, so there's some Netflix, Netflix.
0: nepotism going yeah, on.
1: Yeah, it's, it's incestuous, like you, and I don't know how Netflix is going to sustain that. I suppose, I if, you've nepotism. I suppose if you've got nepotism, incest is when
0: they're like actually having sex. Nepotism is the access to the work.
1: Uh, no i I was saying such as that everyone like in in one series you're playing um brother and sister in the next series you could be having sex okay, that's what I mean by it,
0: so the characters are actually having sex with they each could them.
1: do' okay. two just
2: th- not in the same show yeah, yeah. no yeah i mean but but degrees. it makes sense though because if you've got talent yeah. the, you, you're going to want to use them in in as many different shows as you possibly can because yeah. they're they're a draw card
1: in the Netflix yeah. verse. Essentially,
2: yeah. Well, but they are different shows, though, aren't they? So
1: yeah,
0: yeah. But it get
2: new story, same people. Because the thing I is, mean, what? Yeah.
0: Why, what? You, sorry, going. She just said yeah. <laughs> yeah, she just, yeah. Just crawl all yeah, over just, my just sentence, just
2: whatever. just talk over me <laughs> yeah. like you normally do. I know. Exactly. You know, I one of these days, I'm just gonna carry a squirt gun and just shoot so, you every yeah, time yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, you f- f- open your mouth at <laughs> <everyone> the wrong <laughs> time. Everyone
1: thought I was jumping the gun when um I I, I called out. um uh, especially Trevor's uh, misogyny. They thought yeah, I was misogyny. jumping on but now yeah, we've got a female co-presenter. Oh, I know.
0: I know. This is like. I'm just against free speech for women, so it's, it's, <laughs> it's all coming out now. Jamie, that, you... that's my in, in that's my mo. Isn't you, it?
2: Were... you know what? We had a conversation on WhatsApp the other day, yeah. and I just I, I just had to say, stop. I think you like arguing with me and going in circles. Just stop. <laughs> were,
1: were, Jamie, were you here? Were you here for the um, end games review? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, he's he he the misogyny monster just crept out of. Um, I wasn't being tre- misogynistic on <laughs> the tre- <Endgame. laughs> him. I was
0: saying how it, how it was.
1: He, he said he didn't want the women seen in that.
0: No, I never said that. <laughs> 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 Uh, what I'd said was it should've, they should have made I'm gonna more. I'm going
2: to have to go back online and, listen to it. and find
0: this Yeah, l- no, listen to it very carefully. I said they, they should have made more of the hilltop scene rather right. than just bundling they them, them up on, no on the hill. The,
1: there was no point of them doing it because it was so short. That's what he said. That was his okay, let's word.
0: get back on topic of Russian Doll. What's going on with that?
1: <laughs> so Russian Doll is... Um, wow, I never knew it was years in the making. That's, that's quite interesting. But like, it makes sense how intricate it was
0: why was it years in the making
1: because it's the 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 storyline is so complex complex and intricate and the way it's just
0: so amazing how they were able to interlink Mm. the the characters is it complex because it's a story with a timeline with a timeline or is it complex because they had to do a time travel story that wasn't like groundhog day
2: I think it's more because it's so complicated. I mean, like anything where you, it's not one of those storylines on plots where you can kind of like just kind of, you know deal with it as it comes it's yeah, something yeah. you have to have completely planned out because everything from the end links back to the beginning or the midpoint so yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to have to have the entire thing planned out before you even yeah. put it to um you know to production
1: it must have been a clusterfuck to record that series i'm telling you and yeah. edit, and then edit it afterwards
0: i mean Be- block shooting would have been difficult yeah
1: so um the, i think I'm, I'm i'm skipping right to the end i think the last episode where they basically take the two uh, main characters, and then introduce each other to the first mm. night where they both died, yeah, and then they both had to go on a journey to save that person's life, otherwise one of them would' have made it to tomorrow, yeah, I think that was just so beautifully done do you, know,
0: do you know what was really where it kind of gave me shivers watching this was um when she comes out of the toilet um because there's a scene. There's a like Groundhog Day, like um, the Bill Murray character kind of smashes the alarm, and then he hears the um, he hears the radio being played. But her kind of sequence is always like looking in the mirror and then walking out of the toilet, and um, or the house toilet. And what's kind of got me the shivers up me was that you don't realise it after the first couple of episodes, but when it gets like halfway through the series, there's less and less people in the house party as she repeats that day, almost as if um, we're getting closer to her sense of uh, mortality because she's not affecting as many people around her. Yeah, the timeline.
1: Yeah, the timeline yeah. was getting reduced and reduced to the point where in one of the, um, uh, what would you call it, awakenings, it was just her and the other girl in a flat. Yeah, and yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. What, what I didn't understand, it, it, that, that was the kind of plot hole for me is because this yeah. girl's in the flat by herself yeah she'd yeah. thrown this surprise party for a friend yeah and she's thinking why am i the you'd think she would think yeah. why am i the only person in this flat yeah. waiting for my friend to come at yeah, the yeah, bathroom yeah, if yeah, it's a yeah. surprise party for her
0: but it's a different universe she's living in because she's grown because she, in her work reality she's only got one friend or that friend has only got one person she can bring to the party but i thought I thought what was interesting was like um it did feel like her options of how she could Behave, or what are opportunities where we're being reduced mm. drastically, mm. episode by episode?
1: I, I I just I just really liked it, and um, just picking back in off of what Jamie said, they it, it takes a lot to make a original story, uh, based on really the same day over and over again without yeah. training on the toes of Groundhog Day and Edge um, of Tomorrow, and I think they they did it perfectly.
0: I want to say one more thing because we'd reviewed uh, Killing Eve earlier uh, or before, but um, this is another eight episode series as well. So in terms of length of series, is it the right length for you or could it have done with more episodes in the series?
1: I think uh, when it comes to Netflix, I think they did that in terms of uh, budgetary reasons because I think they were finding and also there's only so thin... You can spread a story over 13 episodes. Yeah. And that was one of the bugbears when it came to the Marvel Netflix team up like yeah. series. So when you look at Daredevil, Luke Cage and uh, Jessica Jones, mm. because it's 13 episode seasons, the, f- the middle three episodes were always shit episodes mm. because you could see and you you notice that the writers were getting a bit fatigued by their own mm-hmm. by their own farts in the in the writers room. It's
2: Just like a, a an episode, just as a filler, isn't
1: it? Yeah, exactly. But I think with eight episode se- seasons, there's no filler episodes. Every single minute is not wasted. Yeah. On 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 tomfoolery.
0: Because I think um, Natasha Leon, if I've got her name right, uh, she's actually referred to this before as quantum consequences. And did you get the feeling of quantum consequences in the story? Or did you feel like you had to make your own connections based on who you were as an audience and what you understood of the story?
1: Because well, I found it quite interesting that I think in some of the relivings, I'm sure she lasted longer than a day.
0: Yeah, because the, the issue was the about travelling down the stairs, wasn't it? Yeah. And she, for some reason she couldn't manage that to the point that she needed her friend yeah. to let her out of the fire escape, yeah. which find, ironically enough looked more dangerous yeah, and perilous exactly. than the actual uh, stairs. But
1: what I found interesting is that one. Is, so all all of everything she did did have consequences for others. So the night that she um, she stayed by the homeless guy's bed. In the homeless hostel to make sure his shoes weren't stolen so he didn't freeze to death why did that make you laugh <laughs> why
0: laughed? did that make me laugh <laughs> yeah you went huh. no <laughs> uh, just remembering it
1: <laughs> yes yeah, so he didn't freeze to death the following night really showed to the quantum consequences what do you think jamie
2: what do i think Meh. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so. Oh, you haven't? No, I haven't. Oh, well, I, oh, I, way, I said that. Oh no! I've only the way you're speaking about it, I I've seen the, way, the trailers. Oh, I thought the way. I, you're but spe- I haven't seen the whole thing. Oh,
1: the way you're speaking about it is like. Yeah. I thought you were right there with us.
2: No, I'm not. Oh, sorry.
1: Are we really spoiling this for you?
2: Not well, no, not really.
1: That not Like when we did End Games, we really spoiled it for uh, Gio over there. Like yeah, he was like, "Well,
2: it's, he, it's, it's no different from Killing Eve, really, is yeah, it?" Yeah,
1: he left. He left the <laughs> recorder saying,
0: "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> what well, what Yeah, we messed up. From we were, I, I still apologise for that now. actually. Yeah,
1: that was that was so bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry,
0: I wanted to go back to this years in the making thing because it's we can name drop some people now. So it seems like. Um, Natasha Leon had this idea many years ago, and it seems like she's been, she needed, or not needed, but she was supported by the mentors of Amy Pola, Nora Ephron and Genji Cohan to get some wider perspective on what she was doing and how to produce this. So, as to, well. f-
1: to like basically thrush it out and develop it yeah. a lot more. You know what? She, she's got a sexy personality, actually. I think there's something about her.
0: Natasha Leon.
1: Yes. Is that because she's very
0: forthright and abrupt? Is that what you like about her?
1: I think there's something very engaging about a woman that doesn't give a fuck and she's going to do what she wants when she wants. Is that her
0: life or is that a character that you're attracted to? I think that's her, you know. Really?
1: I I do think that she's carrying a lot of her real-life persona into her characters. And do you think that's because, because the she's a comedian
0: and a comedy writer, and now creating a comedy series with Netflix? And I say that because
1: it? a lot of her characters are quite similar. Because okay. if someone had more uh, yeah. acting range, she'd be able to do different characters and different things. Yeah, that's the only reason I say that. Because like Woody Allen, a lot of his characters on the screen are quite close to his him, real life yeah. persona. His neuroses. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's getting in, including like look like chasing. Women that are fifty years older, younger than him, shall I say? So
0: I think he's chased women a lot younger than that, but we won't. Not very quickly, though, is he? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Unless they apply to be a babysitter. But anyway, the thing is, we've got to go with this. um, I mean, I think the interesting thing about Amy, sorry, Natasha Leon. I'm getting confused. Natasha, she's very attractive, and in what way? um, I think if you look at the trailer and if you look at some of the images for Russian Doll. She's got this kind of, um, and I think it's the hairstyle, she's got this kind of 80s Farrah Fawcett kind of looks, like the red lipstick, thick eyelashes, curly hair. But then when you actually watch the series, she actually goes into some really dark places in terms of the way she gets injured, the way she hurts herself, smoking the cigarettes, eating junk food and stuff like that. So it feels like you get to see different sides of her character and Russian doll or the, I think the Mastrovska dolls, they're called. It's not just about her um, reliving the same day, but it's about peeling some layers off of what she's actually like in a crisis situation and underneath. Do, do cool. you know what I thought
1: though? Because obviously, I think the the series alludes to it that she has mental health problems. Okay. But what I did not, this is what I was toying with. Whether the older woman friend that she has, I don't yeah. know if it's a therapist or whatever, basically says to her, is this... I can't, I can't remember what the code word is.
0: Is that the blonde lady with the glasses?
1: Yeah, the old woman, when she, she's in her flat and she's in her fridge. Okay. And she says something... As, oh, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when she, she alludes to, are you reliving the same day? Is this what's happening? Yeah. As if, I don't know whether she believes her yeah. or... It, has she had psychosis in the past where she's thought she's been reliving the same day over and over again? So I thought that was really interesting because they, they didn't really confirm or, or, or deny that. I think in the a, character you're talking episode.
0: about was um, Ruth, the character's called Ruth Brenner played by Elizabeth Ashley. So yeah, there's this kind of like... Uh, it feels in the beginning like it's a mother, an adopted mother daughter relationship because she's kind of an aunt or a friend of a family. But it turns out she's actually a professional psychologist and she might have known her more yeah. as a client than as a friend yeah. before. Um, I don't know. I like to look at it as she was a family friend, and, but she had not used her or gone to her as a client but because of the friendship, most of the friendships conversations were in that kind of caveat of, well, you are a psychologist and I'm gonna talk to you like I'm a client. It felt like that.
1: What do you think about, my theory is that in the past, given her mental stability, she has had episodes in the past where she's believed she's relived the same day. I
0: think that's possible because um, she had some um, experimentation with drugs, and she had also um had a trauma that she revisited with her mother as well so i think that is entirely possible
1: okay cool um so i think we we need to land the plane now um i actually no before i give my my, my conclusion i'll i I'll, I'll shoot over to Jamie first
2: what, what do you want me to say? <laughs> we well, haven't
1: seen it. Are you going to see it now?
2: Well, I mean, to be honest... it
0: uh, Do you feel it, more it, encouraged to watch it?
2: I wouldn't say I feel more encouraged to watch it. I think it's more a case of, is this something I really want to watch, considering there's so many other things that I want to watch? Mm. Is this enough to make me want to watch it? I, I'd say no. Um, wow. Groundhog Day for me, uh, with a twist even... Um, you know, I, there's just so many other good things to watch out there as well. So, no, I, I, I can't say this is kind of pushing me toward watching it. Wow. Um, but that doesn't mean that I won't watch it later on. It's just that it. it's not a priority right now.
1: Wow Jamie, please don't spare our egos. <laughs> Can I okay,
0: Trevor, go, go, go? I wanna say something. I <laughs> Thank you though. Did, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Well just, I'm being just, honest. Yeah, that was you. like she rolled up the newspaper and she really smashed that bee down into the uh, the picnic blanket. But yeah, <laughs> You, <laughs> expl- you
1: exploded the bees well, genitals. Yeah. Excuse
0: me for being brutally frank.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm I I, I pride no, myself we, we on being
1: we, we brutally frank.
0: No, we you the wouldn't want any other way smash that bee. No, we only want honestly.
1: Um, <laughs> obviously our our best performance. I,
0: I, I want to say something about Rashand There was a two or three series that were out at the same time that that got released. I can't remember if it was like Stranger Things season 2 or something like that. But I'll admit that Rush, Russian Doll was something I could quite easily put on a back burner because I was thinking, oh, this is a, just a female playing Groundhog Day in New York. But I did get around to watching it and I think it took me about three months to kind of give it a go. And I'll admit, I wasn't really into it until episode three because like, it still felt like... And I, I mean, it could be because of the stuff I've seen before, but it still felt like a gimmick for the first two or three seasons. And I think the thing is... If anyone comes into this show, if they can get past the first three seasons, they're going to love it. Episodes, first yeah, three Yeah, so epi- first three episodes, they're going to love it. But if they don't get past the first three episodes, they're not going to remember it as worth watching at all.
1: Um, okay, so I, I understand about the first three episodes. I think they were going through the same, and I think that's when they did the switch and bait. Yeah. They, they were trying to lure you and say, oh yeah, this is just the same as Groundhog Day. And then they did a massive twist from the fourth episode onwards, because that's when they introduced the, the male lead uh, going through the same uh, reliving the same day also. So I, I would say give it a go. Stay the course because you won't be disappointed because the twist and the intricacies of the writing is so good that, um, yeah, you'll you you you'll be screaming out for for season two. And to be fair, I don't know what they're going to do in season two because I felt they wrapped it up in such a neat bow that I think, why, why would you need a season two there? that? Unless you bring in totally new characters, we live in Southern... I Actually, this is what I say. If you're going to do season two, do not bring back those same characters. We've got their story arcs. We know who they are.
2: Bring in two more. Yeah,
1: bring in two new characters and just, 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 just you know, scorch the earth and just start again. That, that's my recommendation. Um, so I, I recommend watching it and I would give the series eight out of ten. What
0: would you give it, I Trevor? I would give it eight out of ten. Okay. But you've got to get past the first three episodes. Yeah. yeah. but th-
2: See, that's my problem, though. If you don't hook me in the first one or two, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, no. I'm gone. No, I'm see, gone. There's, some com-
0: there's some complexity that needs to be addressed. And, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to mention a, a series I'm watching called Dark Now, uh, which is a German sci-fi. And in episode one and two, there are not any kind of time travel elements to what is essentially a time travel series. Mm, mm. But it spends a lot of time setting up uh, the characters. And I think with Russian Doll, it's creating a set of ground rules about the purgatory stroke time travel this character's in. So once you can get past that confusion, then they can play around in the next episodes and they have like greater meaning. But yeah.
2: Okay, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Cool, cool. But I think it's time to wrap up. We're yeah. kind of running out of time.
0: We are wrapping, running out of time and I'm trying to wrap up but not like Eminem. So I'm going to say goodbye first to uh, Giovanni. Thanks for doing that sound recording again today. Uh, thank you again for co-hosting with us, Jamie. Really appreciate that. Welcome. And thanks again for taking the lead on another review sweat, MKH
1: any time for the reach around so
0: like we've said before I'm your host and if you want to find out more about Geek Sweat just go into any search engine of a podcast app there are 16 but we're not gonna be very clear on which ones we we're on but type in G-E-E-K-S-W-E-A-T should be able to find us if you want to add some questions or show your support for GeekSwear uh, find us on film at instigateonline.com that's F-I-L-M at I-N-S-T-I-G-A-T-E-O-N-L-I-N-E.com we've also got like a PayPal account we're going to probably be opening up a Patreon account soon Uh, you can find us on Patreon under at G-E-E-K-S-W-E-A-T thanks for listening we hope to uh, talk for you soon Uh, this is Geekswet over and out